This week on the Push Ball Legs podcast, we talk about the boring world of cardio and how to reinvent your training. Also, we learn about vibrational food. Three, two, one, stop being boring, Dan. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Poor Legs podcast with myself, Damik. And me, Tom What's going on? Just a result of the company I keep, my friend. So, it's your wow. fault. Wow. Okay. Right, right. <laughs> it's really harsh on Isabel. <laughs> she's not boring. No, she's definitely she's the, only, she's the only person on my Instagram people like, watch it for. Like, they don't watch it for me. Oh, 100%, yeah. So. It's, 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 it's quite funny when uh, my girlfriend sits down next to me after work and she will... Uh, Turn your stories on. <laughs> just to see Isabel. Nothing just, to see just, me. Yeah, nothing to see you. She'll, she'll vaguely take your nutrition advice or like flick through. She'll be like, there's Isabel. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah. she does, most people just flick. They do the flick. Don't worry. I, I totally understand if you do the flick. <laughs> just to get away from you, mate. Um, That's it. Don't blame people, mate. But yeah. But, you know, every, everyone's a bit boring, aren't they, really? But, you know, I think... We're trying to change that, Tom. We're both trying to do that, actually. I think now the summer's come, it's a bit easier to not be as boring because you do more things in general. Do more things. Do yeah. more things, mate. Well, you know, just, most people in winter just stay in, don't they, really? Yeah. Unless you're an alcoholic and go out drinking all the time. <laughs> we talking really about huge. You do that most of the time, <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, there's not huge amounts to do, is there, mate? You're playing golf again now, aren't you? Again? again. Well, no, <laughs> all the time. Playing again. So, playing yeah, again. a lot. Yeah, it's great fun. And it was amazing weather on Saturday in the UK. I'm sure across the... Ho- Did you enjoy some decent weather? Yeah, it was lovely, wasn't it? Yeah, it was great. I was at the Grove, playing golf at the Grove, which is where the England team stay, I believe, when they've got a match at Wembley. Um, yeah, it was decent. I kind of got a little bit confused because I'm not used to playing at clubs where uh, <laughs> there's a valet for your car. And I, it, it was like, oh, so you can't... Both you- on your <laughs> And I was like, just a little Mini Cooper Sport. I was like, it's fine. Um, he was like, "Yeah, so the keys in the car." I was like, "No, <laughs> they're in my hand." Why, why <laughs> I, I leave the lock, car? lock the car, mate. <laughs> Where's like, the car? Oh, I parked at the car park. Yeah, it's, I've just walked around. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what? And he, he was like, "I'll oh, take your clubs for you." And then uh, was like, I was like, "Okay, why is that?" He was like, "Yeah, so we give them a clean and put them on the first tee for you." And I was like, "That's nice, thank you." Um, that was good. Beautiful place. I went and played with a couple. Well, one of my clients. So. Yeah, it was good. Good fun. Three accountants I played with. That was that's yeah, but you can tell you didn't fucking pay for it. <laughs> no, it wasn't too bad actually, price wise. But yeah, they he uh, it was a Christmas present basically. No, it was nice of him. Well, hit me with it. What was it? Come on, hit us with it, Tom. Is that how much? How much would it be to play a game there? A game of golf. Oh, uh, so we we played at twilight, so it wasn't too bad. It was only a hundred quid. Only hundred quid to hit the ball around the field. <laughs> <laughs> But you did have your car parked for you, so... I did have my car parked for me, and some, like, we got to go to the range, all that kind of thing, so it was quite nice. It was good. Someone cleaned your clubs for you, so all in all, clubs. mate. <laughs> it wasn't to do myself. It would have helped if they cleaned the car, if I'm honest, but... Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> just did the car. Just did the car a little bit clean. I don't mind about the clubs. <laughs> I'll do that myself. Not a bigger job. Um, but yeah, apart from that, you were away as well, weren't you? Yeah, I went away to the beach. I went away to the seaside for the weekend. Um mm. Which we'd, we'd planned to have like a little break and we're lucky with the weather being so nice, but actually inland it's obviously a bit warmer than it is by the sea because of the wind factor that you have when you're there. But um, it was a beautiful um, 
sandy beach. Um, so yeah, it was good. We had had a nice relaxing time. It's just nice to go away in it when you're in a different environment. You can just relax. You don't you don't start doing work and shit like that. Because if I usually if I stay at home, I just if I had any time free. I just do a bit of work or bits of bobs that needed doing. Whereas when you're away, you don't do that. So it was quite nice uh, to do that and then play basketball. Sunday night, which is basketball, basketball for the people. Basketball, <laughs> uh, playing that again, like genuinely, genuinely, like I don't know, like you know, when you're a kid and you play sports, it's like all you want to do. It yeah. feels like that again, which is like really, really nice. Um, yeah, so I've, I've I've reignited that part of me in terms of playing sport, and as we talked about, so I'm not being boring. <laughs> nice little segue, isn't it? We're not going to be boring. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Uh, that's pretty much what we're going to have a little chat about today. Is some of the, I guess, some of the decisions that, I guess, our industry as a whole, and we're we're probably guilty of it for a certain amount of time, and we probably come out the other side a little bit of it. I, I assume just through longevity more than anything else um and there's certain people that still push all of this stuff and it just seems a bit dull it's not a lifestyle it's kind of uh just boring that's why we're <laughs> that's why we're talking about it because we're we're adhering to more of the general pop we're not to the extreme um yeah. is where our clients are are not extremes um but yeah basically given ideas of what what you can do Really, yeah, I think and it's, it's, it's just outlining what is yeah what is right. Or I think obviously it depends hugely on on your goal. Um, if your goal is specific, you generally need quite specific training. Um, so, like you know, bodybuilders or even photo shoot prep or things like that. If you're trying to change certain aspects of your physique, there's elements to it that are just going to be you just have to get them done. It's part and parcel of territory. Um, yeah. But I think. I've never been a big advocate of giving clients loads and loads of cardio to do. Um, it's just something that I detest myself. So that translates into I don't like giving out loads of cardio for people to do. I think the most I've probably put a client on is like four sessions a week, which, trust me, is pretty mild compared to what some other people um, do. And, and even now, like most of my clients, I don't think I've got a single client at the moment on more than maybe two, maybe three. And they're, they're the ones doing photo shoot prep, like everyday clients. I would just much rather they got their steps up and just went and did other things. And I think that's where I suppose like things like basketball and even cricket to an extent for me help get my knee up and get my steps up a lot higher is that I have the luxury that playing those sports means that I am doing cardio whilst having fun and it doesn't actually feel too much like I'm doing cardio. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of what we touched on before we came on was talking about that and like you played golf right and so yeah. I, I was just yeah I was just going to get up my uh, my stats so I'm I'm a slightly keen golfer so I have uh, my app like that does everything for me as well so uh, I'd also have cool a record as well that Tom obviously zigzags across the holes and walks <laughs> the yeah wood. so straight line and then like, walk straight to the ball so that course is actually a good course it, it, it did hold the world championship of golf uh, probably about I don't know, 10 years ago. So Tiger's played there. There's plaques where he like did some stuff. Okay. And so, but the, the on golf, I walked 19,700 steps just playing golf. That's about six. Um, no, total distance per day was 16.81 kilometers. So, I mean, it says workouts from golf was 11.3 kilometers walking. I think it's too bad, right? Yeah, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. Pretty good for a day of uh, walking around. I mean, paying hundred hundred quid, you'd want to work out of it as well. <laughs> yeah, so I was carrying clubs as well. I didn't have any buggies or anything like that. So, yeah, 
that's the advocate about it. But yeah, it's it's kind of the. I guess what we're going into is the the cardio stuff, right? So what what did you used to push back in the day, or was there any a, a point where you used to be just cardios at all, all that kind of stuff? Yeah, I think it was always you know cardio is a tool for for fat loss I suppose in in that sense and that and even then it would be like do what you enjoy like still like even unless I had clients and I was doing like conditioning things at the end of sessions and it was the prowler and obviously they don't enjoy that but um again there was elements to that which I suppose is a bit more like interval training like in that you can only do certain amounts but again it's even then it I suppose is about building up a certain amount of capacity a work capacity um and I suppose a bit more athletic than just sort of walking. But I, like I said, we we've never. I want to say we've never because I don't know if you've not or not. If you have or not. Um, <laughs> if I've but, not or not. <laughs> if you've not or not. Yeah. Um, but is standing next to a client while they're on a piece of cardio equipment, like ridiculous. Like do that in your own time. Like seriously, it's just like the biggest the waste. The only of time. time I've ever done that kind of stuff is when it is specific to either a little circuit or conditioning bit or a running drill that is it so i'm using using a curve so the caveat is i'm using a curve for something or it's like all right i just well this is your rest is a minute of uphill walking (laughs) just go that's your active recovery go go do that um just to keep them moving because i know they're just gonna sit down and sulk and do nothing yeah so not spending 10 minutes chatting to them while they do it no 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 no, it's either it's either high intensity or (laughs) it's yeah rest and i think that's like the the thing with it is cardio, you know, you can do it on your own and that sort of stuff. I suppose most people do cardio machines and stuff on their own, but I think I'd always, I always say to my clients, I'd rather they go out for a walk in the sunshine. Like I think the benefits of doing that are far, far, you know, further reaching than just sitting in a, on a treadmill and doing 400 calories of cardio. Sometimes that is just required because of, like I said, your goal, but where possible, I think getting outside and, and doing that sort of stuff and being active is always going to be far better than, being on a treadmill, I know that's what I prefer, 100%. Yeah, I mean, we're both of a sporty background and sporty nature, right? So I think we're always going to go towards you playing basketball. I used to play hell of a lot of football. That would be the case of that, I don't know, or athletics or anything like that. What I always side to, if, I, if, if I'm not even, but we're not even looking at it from a calorie burn point of view as well. That's not the mindset. It is but that's not the mindset I'm using because there's so many different parameters that you're using. I mean, I realize that people are like, oh, golf here doesn't do anything, but you're still like, there's a, a crap ton of rotational power stuff that is actually involved within that. Um, jarring of the back as well, which is great. Future it's, not even, it's not even that. It's, it's uh, more the case of like the calorie burn on 20,000 steps is a lot. Like it's a lot. And like most people can't obviously take four hours out of their day to go for a, go for a long walk like that if they're yeah. working nine to five Monday to Friday. But at the weekends and stuff, they can do things like that, and they don't. That sort of stuff doesn't seem to register for them that it is that it counts as like extra activity and is part and parcel of their of their their weekly calorie burn. I think some people like they beat themselves up because they don't fit in a cardio session during the week when they slam at work, but yet they go and do something like that and don't even register that they just burn a shitload of calories and doing that and by just by walking around and being active um and likewise you said like with basketball i don't ever sit there and think oh yeah probably burned 400 calories here by <laughs> in an hour i'm not even thinking about that i'm just playing and like and enjoying it and it's it's hard work and i just think yeah i just think we, we forget that obviously with athletes and stuff it's their job yeah. to, to to train all day every day but 
not many of them just do like say incline walk on a treadmill and they all look pretty decent most of them majority of them not many cricketers to be fair but I think people are just so obsessed with the the whole like calorie burn in the gym thing which again as I said at the start if your goal is a very specific goal it's gonna just it's just a requirement it's well, just, it's actually to, to to say this because it, it must have been resonating that we were going to talk about this today because it I actually had a go at one of my trainers today about this very subject oh and not no fault of my zone my zone is a great piece of equipment okay really cool for getting in training zones but it also makes you it's <laughs> in a bad so this guy's lean okay doesn't need to watch calories or like do a calorie burn or whatever but he's got his my zone thing on and he's pairing exercises like um like reverse lunges with like some bicep curls or a reverse lunge reverse lunge into like a a uh, kettlebell row like bent over row so it'd be like deadlift bent over row reverse lunge reverse lunge bent over row and but he's constantly like looking at his heart rate and making sure he's getting his meps or whatever. And then I would, <laughs> I went up to him. I was like, take that fucking thing off, split those two movements up, and actually lift the weight that you're meant to. He's like, well, but it's a nice mixture. And I was like, you've already done bicep curls. How has this made it after bicep curls within your day? And I was like, take that fucking thing off and work to the capacity that you're meant to. Mm. So it really bugged me because it can be something that... So you're starting to blend these exercises in that in my opinion, aren't meant to be for calorie burns. No. And for somebody with a physique like that, shouldn't be. It was just like, well, what, what, why, have you, why are you going after the calories when this is like reverse lunges with kettlebells and a bent over row that you've started to bash together? You, st- yeah, <laughs> you see it all the time though, mate, even regardless of the my zone stuff. You see people fat burning circuits and they're doing weights and doing three exercises back to back and you're like, no. Like weight exercises, and they're like, I'm like, no, you're just wasting your time. You're not performing those exercises to the best of ability. You're not gaining as much muscle as you could be. You're trying to burn calories, and like that's the wrong. This is it's wrong, the wrong place to be doing that. That's like, yeah. the wrong goal for what you're trying to achieve in, with that exercise with the exercises. And it's, and I understand the whole. It comes back to classes and all that shit, but <laughs> like. I get it. There's a goal to them. I understand the point of it. And I, and I've, as a business model, I get it. It makes sense as a business model. And it's very, I don't want to say cult-like, but when people are in classes, they're very in them and they see them and they're, they, it's almost addictive, that feeling that you oh, yeah, get. The social, it, like the social aspect of it is massive. I guess it's the social, some of the social competitive nature that we have when, if you're playing basketball or golf or playing football as well. Mm. But not in a class because obviously we've got stimulus that's happening all the time in a round. It's not it as is rehearsed to an effect, but it's got an ever changing stimulus, which the, the classes don't, um, which I find a bit dull. It's all too rehearsed. Um, yeah, I, I just think like no one, like I said, really physically changes a huge amount in that. And just because you get to a certain point where again your work capacity increases, but you can't lift any heavier weights because you're just knackered and it's just it's just not again it's not conducive to progressing in that way. Um, and it, I don't know. I just think it, it, 
it's that whole thing where you start blending fitness together. Like I saw the other day, it was hit yoga. You're like, oh fuck off. Like, <laughs> yoga's the most like docile move, like exercise you can do in terms of you stay in one position for a long period of time. It's hard, don't get me wrong, but you don't. It depends do it. on what type of yoga because uh, one like, of my clients explained loads of different ones, and I was like, I'll try with that. Ended up doing about 60 push ups in one session, essentially, what they were doing because they were constantly moving out of this yoga push up pose. And I was like, Do you know about the volume? And obviously, I've explained about the volume over time and all this to my client. And she's like, No, they don't have a clue. I was like, Jesus, yeah, your triceps must be burnt out. Like, yep. Yeah, it's like it's it's like trying to do slow intensity Olympic lifting. It's just like, like, what are you trying to achieve? Like, so, but again, from a business point of view, people always do it because they want to be different or unique. They have a new concept, and that's another fucking word I hate, concept. It's like you've not come up with a concept. You're just throwing shit at a wall and hoping people enjoy it. Um, and yeah, they'll burn calories from it or whatever. But it's that whole thing of like, with cardio, I think if, you, if it's fun and you enjoy it, you'll always get more out of it, like with the sport element to it. And if people are enjoying their classes, that's fair cool. enough. Yeah. That's great. But do not do it because you think you're going to change your physique in some amazing way. You're just going to burn some calories and it's going to burn a little bit. Um, but it's not conducive to you getting stronger and getting, I suppose, or gaining muscle, even though they're trying to trick you and go, oh, you're using weights and it's the, you know, the metabolic boosting effect and you're going to gain muscle and torch fat. It's like, you're not. You're just I think burning. It's, I think you will for like a month, two months. And then yeah, it, 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 it yeah. you've never had before. Yeah. <laughs> you will plateau. It, it's just the case of plateau will happen very quickly. Um, and yeah, so this is where I wanted to talk about going into training for training for essentially sport and performance and power and all those words sound a bit like oh no, I don't, I'm not, I'm not an athlete or whatever. Um, and it's like so you can still train for these things and maybe get better at them. Um, so stuff like so obviously Dan, you worked in S and C, so I'm sure you must have done some sort of performance tests when you uh, just to give an idea of what people can start to train towards if they want to become a little bit more athletic. So the, the thing I said to Dan before, I was like the guys in the NFL probably not this this goes against bodybuilding as well. Probably probably not doing like three sets of ten leg presses and that's it. And then going on to, they probably are doing some sort of curls, but they're hell. Then do a load of athletic movements, all this kind of stuff, and they're pretty ripped and yeah, moving pretty well. Athletes, um, but they're not just bodybuilders. It's crazy. They're actually moving, which mm. is one of the things that bodybuilders lack, right? Moving, moving well. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, performance tests, mate. What what kind of stuff could people start doing? Um, well, I mean, what would you, what would you say general I, general pop could could do. I mean, a good one if you wanted to be just just in terms of more power and, and, and thinking more like athletic is just a standard like broad jump. <laughs> it's going to be a pretty good test. You don't need a huge amount of equipment. You might need to take measure, but not even that. You can even just use the same. You know, if you've got squares on your you know matting in your gym, you can use stuff like that, and that'll give you a good indication um, of of where things are at. And then you know, in terms of outside, you can even do. You know, again, make sure you warm up properly, health and safety. But like, <laughs> even like short sprints and stuff. Even though, like you say, you might not want to be a sprinter, it still gives you an idea of an athletic ability that you're getting better at. If you are wanting to be a sports person or change of direction or something yeah, like that. The, but, for like little short little sprints, like ten yard dashes. Guess what? Like the only people who run like more than ten to forty yards are like hundred meter sprints. That's it. Every yeah. other sport, like 
that that's all that counts, isn't it? Ten yards, five yards, exactly five yard that. quickness, um, and that's probably all that somebody would need to be explosive. Because well, like little, little ATP system. When I started playing like basketball t- last last week, it was my first. My adductors were fucked like, <laughs> yeah. from all the lateral movement, and I've got blisters on balls of my feet again because I'm just not used to the change of direction. Um, but again, like this time round, it's not as bad. I'm not as sore. I was like, okay, I've adjusted to it. But just getting back to to that as well. Obviously, like I've not played sport particularly like that for ten years, e- easily ten years, and. One thing I did notice, and the reason that I'm intrigued by it, and the reason that I'm starting to now train a bit more power-based and stuff, or strength-based, sorry, probably not as much power, but thinking more athletically, is that obviously I'm older um, and, and more experienced and stuff, but I also found that out of the people there, I am one of the more athletic. Even though I'm a bit smaller and stuff, I can jump a lot higher than a lot of the guys there. I was getting rebounds against guys who are much taller than me. And that's just because I have that muscle mass now, like that I've built from from doing bodybuilding and stuff. So when I actually train those movement patterns, and when I actually practice jumping potentially, or I get stronger in lower rep ranges, that will correlate into better athletic performance because I've always got the base there of the muscles, and now I just need to train them to be to fire quicker. Um, and there's obviously those two elements of power, um, which is obviously and, and strength, which is to have the muscle mass initially to be able to recruit and then how quickly you can recruit that so i've done a lot of the work to get the bigger muscle mass and now it's now it's a case of if i can train myself to fire that quicker i will be more powerful more athletic i can move better so i can already feel in two weeks of doing the basketball specific movement last week to this week that i felt quicker i did feel a bit quicker and i've not trained for it but it's just from being used to that movement pattern again and almost retraining my brain to go over that and i think we sometimes get sucked into the whole and, and again it's very goal specific i want to make that very very clear because i will still have clients who do machine-based stuff and all these sorts of things but it does make you think actually as you get older being able to just move well is actually a very very good thing to have um so doing like single leg reverse lunges that i'm doing now it's quite comfortable for me to do even though i've not done it for a long time whereas other people are trying to do it who have never really moved like that, I might. <laughs> um, if anyone saw my Instagram story from, I suppose it's going out Wednesday, so from Monday, um, it's it's like a bit alien and a bit like it was a bit harder for him to do the movement, and he got it eventually. But I think it, it it does make you think if you have got a goal that is towards a certain sport or something that maybe a more well-rounded plan is something that you need to to consider. But it's not. Again, I want to make it very clear: it's not to say that machine-based stuff is bad or that you not to do it. It's just to make sure that you're not relying solely on that and you're not, you know, relying solely on focusing on pure body parts and just hitting chest from every single angle you could possibly hit them from um, <laughs> in a session and think more about, okay, if I am playing a sport, actually, would it be better off if I did an upper day and, and like, manage to do everything on my upper body rather than just chest and stuff like that? It's not even that. It's like training. It's, it's how fast you, yeah, you react to a stimulus and all that kind of stuff. So... It's, it's one thing that doesn't seem to go over into the bodybuilding world, even though there's like power building and you, you train strength. But with strength comes the connotation of slow. I feel like, mm. oh, strength is slow lifting, blah, 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 blah. But strength, power, speed are all the same type of lifting, just at different loads. And you are trying to move the bar or move that weight as quickly as you can. And that gets lost in strength training hell of a lot 
Mm. And you're like, no, no, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm squatting 200 kilos. Yeah, yeah, and you're move, trying to move it as quickly as you can. Like, you yeah. don't want time under tension. Like, Because it's, it's funny, because if, <laughs> if you could see that movement, like how quickly that person's moving without the weight on their back, they'd be flying up and down. Yeah. Like, it's, like, if you've ever seen, like, a prime example of that is if anyone's ever seen, like, the fail videos. If anyone's ever seen, like, when someone's doing a row and the cable snaps, like, if, if, I don't know yeah. if people have ever seen that, but if you follow, like, there's an Instagram page called, like, I think it's called Gym Fuckery or something like that. Yeah. It's hilarious. Always loads of gym fails. And there's always these people there who who are doing rows and the cable breaks, and you see how quickly they fly backwards because <laughs> they're pulling that hard. And, like, again, if, and then when that snaps, you see that how quickly they move back and how quickly they fly back. And, again, it's because they're not – again, if they were doing it as a slow movement and it wasn't that quick, they would just stay still. But the fact is that that's how They're quick the movement would be without a load it. of power. Yeah, that's the um, thing. People forget that. <laughs> and the ranges between like actual speed and actual power work like can be from body weight. Like also, there's uh, what's what would be the below body weight stuff. So I was um, there's some like French complex training or contrast training that was. Uh, I don't know who was writing about it. I feel like Greg Knuckles was writing about it. Or So normal contrast or complex training, you do like your heavy, heavy lifting first and then you go into some sort of plyo work, right? Mm. Generally speaking, whether that's set by set or you do all your sets and then all your sets. Um, that's complex and contrast lifting. And then there's another one where you do like um, minimal... So say if you're doing like um, squats, then you'd go and do some like... Oh, you do afterwards, like, I don't know, box squats, box jumps or something like that, okay, straight afterwards, or vert jumps. And then you'd get a band from the top and it would pull you up whilst you're jumping. So it's like an unloaded, I guess, concentric phase. So you'd be lighter than the jump. So it pulls you up, essentially. It's completely different to a band would normally pull you down. It's really, really, really fun. Like, <laughs> you're just bouncing on yeah. this band. But yeah. It, it's apparently is French like complex training or French contrast training that's making its way through. If anyone wants to try it, it it seems great. It's got plausibility because like it's training kind of faster than you can move that kind of thing, um, which you kind of do in like a lot of cycling and stuff like that. But um, it's really interesting. I think it's got I think it's got grounds to work, but pff, don't know. You'll see it in a classroom, mate. Anyway. <laughs> It'd be great. Um, yeah, it's kind of taking load off you, but you're meant to move quickly. So I just want to re-emphasize what people are doing for like power-based and plyo stuff. It should only ever be, don't do more than like six reps, please. Don't just be like, yeah, we're going to do 50 burpees. No, if a burpee was done for power, you'd only do like six of them really, really quickly. That'd be pretty good. Yeah, like I'd, I'd like to see that. But I doubt it's gonna happen. I um, think it's one of those where just remembering that, like, it's, it's again, it's specific to goal, but also for the general population who, if they are playing a sport for fun or they are being doing recreational things for fun, that again, training should be fun and it should be a, probably a mixture of things and all this sort of stuff that is important to remember. And you know, it's it's also important as a client that if you are a client and you do have a coach, that you ask that question, you ask for a variation, or you yeah, ask yeah, for yeah. things that are fun because. You don't ask for it. People, you know, coaches won't know that that's what you want to do or that's what you want to achieve. Um, but I've only found out recently some of my clients play like sports, like in an amateur level or whatever. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like that's good to know. Like we can put this in there, put that in. Um, again, a few people play football and they've noticed that they've got more single leg movements in there. I'm like, yep, there's a reason for that. Like, again, <laughs> so, little things like that. You're like, yeah, no, there's a reason. Um, so yeah, remember that. You know, it's it's important to 
to ask that question, I suppose. Um, and obviously, if you're a trainer to to the general population as well, remember that to ask those questions and make sure that you're keeping it fun and interesting. And like you say, people are seeing improvements in many different aspects of what they do rather than just numbers in, on the machine or numbers on the squat or whatever. Yeah. Try and make it relevant to them and what they're doing. I think if a load of, if say, athletic-based or goal-orientated people were to take four weeks out and just train for performance, did a load of broad jumps, squat jumps, static jumps, counter-movement jumps, some, I don't know, there's not much really upper body stuff you really test, like press-ups or like pull-ups or anything like that. And they, they tested those and then went away and then uh, retested them after doing a little bit more explosive movement. I think their physique would maybe look better. I think they'd enjoy themselves a little bit more and probably go back and lift better and with more effort or more intensity than mm. they wanted to. Go out on a limb. I reckon that would happen. Uh, I think they'd also think about how they fuel their training differently as well because you'd want to perform better and I, I said I talked about that today on, on Instagram on my, what, what, what a segue another segue yeah. <laughs> I talked about it on my um, on my Instagram stories on Monday so again this goes out Wednesday so yeah I can't say today but Monday um, and again people don't they don't focus on fueling their training and maximising muscle gain or maximising time like that they're just so focused on losing body fat that they end up just looking the same every time they try and diet, every time they lose body fat. Um, and it, it comes from this place where they, they lose the body fat, they get down to a certain point, and then they kind of let things go a little bit. They get a little bit lax with their with their training, potentially, a little bit lax with their nutrition. Before they know it, they've gained three or four kilos. And they're then unhappy with how they look or clothes don't fit properly. And then they lose body fat again. They feel like they diet again for like a wedding or a holiday or something. And then they go on that holiday, they put on two or three kilos, they come back, they diet again. And they never actually change shape. They just lose body fat each time and end up looking exactly the same every single time. And it's because they don't put any effort or consistency into sticking to a plan and giving muscle gain time by eating enough calories, fueling training, enjoying training, getting stronger. It's always like we talked about. It's deemed as a calorie burn or I've got to go to burn calories. I've got to go to burn off this fat. I've got to go to reduce my waistline. I've got and like rather than I've got to go to hit a squat PB. I've got to go to perform well. I've got to go to See, increase my body like, weight. Weirdly, we could we could talk back to the show we did with uh, Amelia because they're all like obviously goal orientated, but like the PBs and stuff like PRs trying to hit that. It's a very positive goal, I feel. And maybe, uh, oh, I've got to lose fat. Even the language is negative. Yeah. Very strange. And I think, and I, and I think a lot of, like, uh, and, and it came about because I had a, a consultation with a female. Um, and she, yeah, hey, um, second time I've ever talked to a female. Um, she said no. Um, but it was one of those where, like, um, it's really interesting because a lot of female clients do this and that they don't stick to a plan for long enough to see the physique change that they're after. Like I said, they always lose body fat and they never just go around in circles. And I, and I noticed that I have a lot of, I have quite a few female clients recently completely change their shape. And the thing that's come from that is that they are eating more food than they feel they've ever eaten before. They're fueling their training. They're hitting PBs. Like some of my female clients are hitting over a body weight squat, over a body weight squat comfortably for reps. Um, and yeah, no wonder that their legs look a lot better. Again, hip thrust. They're doing loads of you know, doing loads of hip thrust. They're getting heavy. Some of them are up to hundred kilos, and they're sixty kilos. And 
their glutes look a hell of a lot better rather than constantly feeling like they need to diet and if they constantly diet they haven't got the energy maybe to push the weights as heavy and as hard and also for long periods of time they're never going to change shape and ultimately a lot of them that's what they want you ask them what they want they all want to lose weight it's like they don't really want to lose weight they just want to look better better. and everyone has that association with scale weight and they worry about it and like some some females i've got going into the photo shoot in in june we've worked on periods of eating more calories and training and training hard and hitting pbs and stuff and that's what's changed their shape and now they're starting to reveal it by by losing a bit of body fat but if they hadn't have done that they would never be in the position that they're in now never ever um and i think that it's a problem that affects females far more than than males but it does also affect males like it does also um but i think males are a little bit I think they care a little bit less about maybe their weight or they don't, they care a little bit less about putting on three or four kilos. Cause again, they're heavier in general. So it doesn't on a bloke, it doesn't quite look the same way it looks on a female if they're 50, 60 kilos. Um, and I think it's a real common problem and it needs to be highlighted more that fueling training will lead to amazing changes in your physique rather than like we've talked about that negative. Oh yeah. Just lose body fat all the time. That's it. That's all I've got to say. Right? <laughs> That's all you got to say, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the fueling training thing, I've written down something on my notes. Um, it's always something something that stuck with me for a while. About uh, and I'd like to know Dan's opinion because I don't personally take pre workouts, and I don't really understand. Uh, obviously, I've, I think I posted like pre workouts being like cinnamon bun and like a coffee before, which is absolutely fun. Um, I don't really, <laughs> I don't really get the whole pre-workout thing of why. In my opinion, why does your nutrition suck so much throughout the day that you're having to take this little boost that, that somebody's made to get yourself up for the workout that you have decided to do off your own back, and it you should be looking forward to it if that's the case. Yeah, I think it's like with pre-workouts sometimes. I mean, I've used them if I am in a more so in like a fat loss phase and more so in a, in a place where you need that energy, I suppose, to almost get through because you don't have any, right? And that's kind of what you're saying. Um, but even like when I've been through phases where I've been eating more food and enjoying training, I don't really take them. I like taking them sometimes for the citrulline and for getting a pump rather than the caffeine effects. Um, but but you're right like there's there's a point where it comes to where like i've said i don't recommend clients take pre-workouts unless they're like you say unless they ask me what would you take or what would be good it's like well caffeine and some citrulline would be about the only two things you might want and feel good on um but you can get a far better workout from a decent pre-workout meal than you will from a pre-workout like 100 percent, far far better and people always talk about like the focus and all this sort of stuff it's like it'll give you focus 50 grams of carbs will give you pretty good focus because like, you'll feel good in the gym yeah. and like um I, I i had a great session today i i was i felt i looked really really good i was looking fuller and vascular and i didn't have a pre-workout but i had two crispy creams before i trained like yeah. again not the ideal fuel in the world i'm sure two crispy creams but at the same time like calories are an amazing but, fuel but, source but, like they no, really no, one, no, no one cares about that but they they want to know which crispy creams uh, yeah, so I had the new one, the new Nutella ring one. That was okay. really Yeah, yeah I've, seen, I've and, seen that. Yeah. And then I had a Biscoff as well. So oh, very nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no one cares about the pre- 
everybody's gone. They're just going. They've, they've yeah. turned off now. So Crispy Queens, Crispy Queens, we peaked there. Um, <laughs> it's like people forget that calories are like the best fuel for a good session, and people think it's caffeine or this sort of shit. And it's ultimately, if you're well fueled with calories at the right time, overall, you're gonna have good training sessions. Like you are, like and yeah. it's inevitable. And people are, are so. People go into sessions and are so scared to eat. They're like, oh, no, burn the most fat. It's the whole fasted cardio fucking bullshit. <laughs> People do it with their resistance training as well. They're like, yeah, oh, no. You're not going to listen any I change. Wanna, I don't want to burn it. I don't want to burn it. I just want to burn body fat. I don't, you know, I'm bullshit. Like, <laughs> ridiculous. It's, it is ridiculous, though, when you, when you think about it. But I think it's our, I suppose our job as trainers to make sure people are aware of that and aware of all that sort of stuff, that the bullshit myths around it. But... Um, it is, it is a serious thing that, that people need help with. And, and I end up coaching a lot of females through that process. Um, and they actually end up like with body, what we call recomp, where they look like they've gained muscle and lost fat at the same time. Um, females seem to do it far easier than blokes do. But when a female starts properly lifting weights for the first time, and by that I mean progressive overload, lifting heavy with good technique rather than doing classes and stuff like that, because uh, again, a lot of females go, "Oh yeah, I've lifted weights for two years." I'm like, "Well, have you? Like, done it? Like, because again, that, that's why they see the newbie gains in that first sort of two training cycles you do with them because they actually haven't trained properly." That's they what just Dan said a- when he uh, started training with me for the first time. It's like, "Yeah, I've definitely lifted <laughs> for two years." I'm like, yeah. "Nah, have you?" <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's so common, and like, then they start training properly, progressively. They start chasing PBs. They start chasing that because they have the energy because they've never eaten enough food before previously. And they're like, "What the fuck's going on here?" Like. My trousers don't fit me anymore because my glutes are too big, but they fit me around. They, but like around the waist, I've got two inches spare, and I'm like, yeah, exactly, because you've now got shape to what you're doing. Like you have shapely legs rather than just pencil legs because you've just done all the other stuff. And it, it always baffles me that the amount of people who they're like six months into coaching or something, they're like, oh my god, I can't believe I've never done this before. Like, well, you never would have done it before. Like you wouldn't have been able to do it because you wouldn't have believed in yourself enough to give yourself those calories. It's only because I've told you you can that you're allowing yourself to do that. And I think if there's one, any females listening, if there's one thing to take away from it, is please, please, please fuel your training and go through periods where you're at maintenance calories, where you're not feeling hungry, you're not dieting, you're not eating cucumber and stevia, and you're actually enjoying what you're eating, and you'll enjoy your training far more, and you'll see the change. Steve is awful, mate, so don't bother eating that. It's absolutely disgusting. But, like, again, it's one of those <laughs> that people, like, fucking celebrate about their cucumber and stevia when they're on a diet, and it's like, really? Um, odd. Very, Very odd. All right, I'm going to get your opinion on this, mate, because uh, it's something that I actually wanted to talk about last week, but I just thought it was quite interesting, more than anything else. Um, so there's a lad that I quite like following uh, who wears a load of SPD gear. He's just a um, powerlifter, okay? So I'm going to show you this video. I'm going to describe what's happening in this. Um, but can you see that, mate? It's happen- what is happening on the screen? Um, uh, so, uh, Oh, yeah, he doesn't want to see what weights are on So there. it's really interesting. So what this lad's doing, he's trialing it, um, is basically somebody else loads the bar, yeah. and then 
So whatever lifts he's got that day, he has obviously know that his coach has picked out whatever weights that they're meant to be doing. And yeah. uh, his coach loads the bar and then covers all of, because obviously the, all the powerlifting plates are, uh, are colors, right? So you know exactly, you can work out, we can work out yeah. exactly what's on the bar really pretty quickly. Um, so he's covered them in massive like plastic bags. So big yeah. plastic bags. So you cannot see what weight is on there. And he just goes and does his reps. So like three, so he did like three sets of four reps at five what was it um 595 and then he went pretty close apparently to a rep pr straight away after having a load of like a load of weeks where he's not hitting anything blah 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 not doing anything and then decided straight away just covered all off he said it was really 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 weird but yeah they just loaded the bar and then let him do it interesting isn't it yeah, I think there's a lot of that. I've done that with clients before when we've been PTing with them. I've, um, I've not told them, 100%. Yeah, no, I've, I I've loaded it up. And they've, gone, load. they've gone, what's that? And I've gone, oh, you've done it before. Yeah. I'm like, they haven't, but... <laughs> it's really interesting where I would just be like, I'll just, I'll load it and I'll just keep chatting to them. And then I'd hope they wouldn't even really notice. I'll just bring it onto a subject that they then have to answer me about and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And then obviously I can't. I don't put big plastic bags around because they're not taking that, that seriously. Yeah. But it was really interesting that if anybody's done that or doesn't like look at the weights or has somebody else load all the weights and then just goes in blind or stuff like that, it'd be really interesting because it's a cue that I use when back squatting as well. Um, is I don't want people to look at the stuff that's on the end, so I I, I make them focus on just the bit of the bar that con- like contacts their back and i want them to push that bit of the bar away i'm like yeah it's yeah obviously you've got the big bar but i only want you to direct pressure on that bit and i'm like you're going to push the fuck out of that little bit of the bar everything else is going to come up doesn't matter it's all connected it's fine and all you then do is focus on that bit that you're contacted to but it kind of puts that into perspective as like yeah you're not going to think about the weight it's just going to go up you're pressing against that bit really interesting must be some sort of uh that's a concept, Dan. I believe it is a concept. Well, that means, I mean, all your clients are going to have bin bags on their <laughs> things now, aren't they, all week? All week. I'm just put a kettlebell in a bin bag and be like... I can see the heaviest kettlebell's gone from the rack. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. <laughs> just, like, scribbling out the uh, the numbers on them. I'm like, no, 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 it's, it's, yeah, it's clearly 16, Tom. No, no, it's not. <laughs> it's, clear, it's the same colour. No, no, they're all black now. Brilliant. <laughs> be great um but yeah interesting um and then i think we're gonna finish on stupid things dan mm. if that's all right yeah what's the stupid thing this week um i believe one of your clients sent it to me she might send it to you as well let's have a little look uh, i've got to, got to slide into my dms and i um yeah so <laughs> um this was about lower vibrational foods what are they? <laughs> so it was on a on a, a Twitter thread apparently, and uh, it got sent through. So um, if you must eat lower, if you must eat lower vibrational food, most should to most should to acclimatize to this. Do it right. Don't be a glutton. Brilliant. I don't know if that's meant to be gluten or glutton, but I don't know in context. Um, eat for vitality, not purely for pleasure. We need to grow more fruit trees in this country and stop with the jumbled up, fast packaged foods that jumble up our gut slash brain. For, so we need to have lower vibrational foods. What are they? I don't know what that means. Do they vibrate less? <laughs> like when you put them on a plate or...? 
Or if anybody was, everybody knows what that means. Um, yeah, I feel I feel like such a shit nutritionist for not knowing that. <laughs> like, just Google it now, mate. What is I'm going to Google it. <laughs> lower vibrational yeah. foods. Lower, very, very, very interesting. Oh. Um, what is a vibrational food? I don't food. know. Um, it's quite interesting. If anybody, yeah, please get back to us on that. Unsure. Mm. <laughs> um, this isn't going to be good, Tom. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to read this out. <laughs> <sighs> Fucking hell, this is ridiculous. Is it a thing? No, it's not a real thing. Oh, of course right. it's not. <laughs> this is on mindbodygreen.com. All right, yeah, I know them. Guess what? Yeah, I mean, foods with high vibrational energy and nutrients include organic nuts, fruit, vegetables, and fresh herbs. Keep to a minimum foods such as meat, poultry, and sugar. Of course. So basically, eat high vibrational, high vibrational energy and nutrients... Basically, high fiber, low calorie food. And keeps a minimum of foods that are higher calorie and lower fiber. Hmm, I wonder what's going to happen to the people if they do that. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. Oh, they have. Um, when you eat meat or seafood, thank and bless the ingredients because they've sacrificed their lives for our enjoyment. Only seafood and meat? Yeah. Meat and seafood. Pretty, meat. pretty, pretty sure uh, plants are, so, li- are living. I mean, it's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Basically, <laughs> basically vegans. Basically, pretty much. So, high vibrational foods, organic fruit and veg, natural supplements like spirulina, herbal teas, herbs and spices, pure or filtered water. Brilliant. Pure. <laughs> um, healthy oils like olive oil and coconut oil, nuts and seeds, fermented foods, raw chocolate, raw honey and maple syrup, legumes and grains such as buckwheat, brown rice, spelt. Low vibrational foods, coffee. Alcohol, soda, white rice and flowers, um, sweeteners, genetically modified food, meat, fish and poultry, all, all the good shit. <laughs> packaged fast foods. I must be food. very low. Am I, am I, am I, I, I never buy freight. I never buy <laughs> yeah. I mean, I must be static. So it's fucking ridiculous. Madness. Lower vibrational. Here we go, mate. Well, <laughs> we learnt something. We didn't know that we had such vibrational food palettes. Um, yeah, mate. Amazing. Just ridiculous, isn't it? Like, <laughs> people see this shit. It How is. do you come up with it? I don't you've, know. Like, you've basically taken, like like I said, like low-calorie, high-fiber foods. If people eat more of them, hmm, I wonder what's going to happen to these people. We all know, eat more veg, probably oh, a little bit better. Yeah, eat more veg. Everyone should eat more veg. <laughs> of course they should. Definitely should. Um, yeah. yeah, mate. All right, we're going to bring this to a close. I'm going to quickly shout out um, that if anybody... Obviously, within Third Space, we're bringing Exos education to uh, the UK. I think it's kind of the first times actually using it um, or doing their big courses through us. Um, but they are open to the public, amazingly. Um, so we are running our speed performance workshop. Well, Exos are. Um, on, what is it, the 1st of June and the 2nd of June. If anybody wants to go on it, go book on it. You can follow follow the link in even my one of my posts or one of Josh's posts and go do it. I've actually done that course. Good fun. Like it. And uh, if you ever end up, I think in the future, they're going to be doing phase one and some rehab courses. I might be on them. So you might come and do a course with me. That'd be great. 
<laughs> wow, way, way to put people off, Tom. I know, right? <laughs> but basically, I, w- I want some uh, people that I know to come with me on phase one um, because I don't want to spend four days with uh, a load of Exos people because I will be uh, going against the grain every now and again on that course because uh, there's some stuff I don't think that is correct. Um, Mate, if you pay for me to go, I'll go. <laughs> All right, yeah. Easy. There you go. Then you, can, then, you could, then you could spend four days with me, mate. What more do you want? No, we'll just bring I'll be you... like, I'll be like, um, that's not a machine. What are you doing that for? We'll we'll bring you down when we've got Amelia in, and we can, you know, just sit you at the front and just troll her. It'll be fun. Easy, mate. I can do that. Easy. <laughs> easy, easily done. Easily done. All right, mate. Um, any other any other business? No, not from me. Oh, oh other than obviously, if anyone that we've you know wants coaching, if they've listened to that and they are. In that, in that place, I suppose, where, you know, you've not really committed to muscle gain or you feel that you want to make a change and you're not really doing anything, you're spinning your wheels, just send me a message on Instagram. We can have a little chat about where you're at with things. And if we're a good fit, if I can help in any way, I will help, of course. So just drop me a message if you want to have a chat about coaching. Yeah. 116 ratings, mate. Thank you, everybody's rated. That's insane. <laughs> like, insane. Going up, asking people for that really does seem to help. <laughs> it's amazing. All right. Thanks, guys, and we will catch you next week. See you later, guys.